This is the Extreme Tasting League Scotch Edition. I'm one of your hosts, Perrin. Dave is absent for like the fourth month in a row. What the fuck is up with this guy? Is he I still on the show? He's I... dead. I don't know. Well, well, we'll check with him, you know, sometime soon, I'm sure. Or his but... corpse. I don't know. His corpse would still drink, so it'd still be here. I'm serious if I haven't already said it, (laughs) because I probably didn't. Because, you know, I get sleepy after two weeks, and Jamie's back. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Hey, Jamie. Jamie. So, uh, yeah. I I failed to mention last time that uh, just previous to recording, I had just gotten back from Atlantic City. Oh, cool. I was hanging out with my uh, World of Warcraft guildmates, as I am wont to do once a year. Um, and this year we decided that Atlantic City was where we were going to hang out, so uh, we did hang out on the boardwalk quite a bit. Um, our, our, so, so one of the things that you can buy on the World of Warcraft store is, a, is an adorable little um, mini wyvern plushie. And for a number of years... Uh, my group has been getting together, and I bring my little wyvern plushie. He is the guild mascot, and so we take pictures of him with various things. And so we found the Park Place sign on the boardwalk, and we held him up next to it, and we took a picture of Park Place. And there's a a, stat, a bronze statue of, of a woman crowning someone Miss America, because it takes mm-hmm. place in Atlantic City. And you can stand under the crown and get crowned, so we, we, we crowned little BC nice. Miss America. Um, and then... Uh, one of the stores in the hotel we were staying in, we were in the Tropicana, and, and one of the stores was selling random kish items. And out front... Like they do. They had a stand that was full of My Little Pony plushies. So we had Little BC attacking Vanity. <laughs> and took a picture of that. Van- rarity. There, none, of the, none of them are called Vanity. I thought it was vanity. It's rarity. Okay, it's fine. It's rarity. I, I have a small child. I know. Okay. <laughs> the vain pony. Mm-hmm. Which, okay, if it's rarity, it's rarity. That's rarity. Fine. All right. See, I am not a brony. I know Nor most am I. of their names, but I'm a. I'm your a, father. It's I'm okay. a father. Yeah, it's acceptable for you to know things. Yeah. That's that's one of the really frustrating. I'm sorry. You finished. I, your I, story, know, I, I know plenty of things about My Little Pony that I wish I didn't. So well, what frustrates me is, as a show for kids, My Little Pony is both awesome for kids and it's palatable for adults. And I really like that. Right. And there's, I mean, they had Weird Al Yankovic do an episode that's hilarious. And they have um, John... Uh, John DeLance, DeLance as, 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 as Discord, which is the, the, the Q-like here. Yeah, he's, he's you know, just playing Q in cartoon form. It really frustrates me that any adult who's like, oh no, My Little Pony, I've enjoyed some of it, is like, oh, you're a brony. And I'm like, no, I, there's, that's like the difference between yeah. an obsessed fan and... Someone who goes, oh yeah, that's kind of fun. No, I'll, I'll say I watched all of season one because one of my guildmates is a brony and was really obsessed with it. I said, no, 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 seriously, give it a chance. There's, there's, there's stuff for adults to like. That's why it's popular. And so I watched all of season one and then the first two episodes of season two to see the intro of, of yeah. Discord. And I think it was like episode four. I'm listening to the soundtrack and I'm going, this would be the perfect time because they're going to be doing a random wacky shit's happening montage. And my usual stuff would be playing Yakety Sax here. And I listened to the music, and it was Yakety Sax. It just, you didn't realize it was at first. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to it, oh my god, that is Yakety Sax. That's yeah. just brilliant. What what I love is when when my daughter now hears Weird Al Yankovic play anything, that's Cheese Sandwich. 
because that was his character in My Little Pony. Mm-hmm. And so instead of being your Weird Al Yankovic played Cheese Sandwich, it's Cheese Sandwich does a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> right. And I get a kick out yeah. of that. Well, I thought I was unprepared two weeks ago for this show, and you guys just <laughs> brought in a whole other level, because I have nothing to say about My Little Pony. <laughs> oh, no, I did live with a brony, an actual brony. He, but all I know is he named all of his, like, avatars some kind of pony. Like, I don't know. And that's all I have to contribute to that conversation. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what episode is this? The one after the last one. All right. Well, and the one before the next one? You do have a point. I'm less sure But you're about wearing that. a hat, so <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> so, the first scotch of the evening... It's 90. ...is the Glen Garrock. From Gary. Gary. Glen Gary? Glen Gary. Glen Get Glen Glen? Glen Gary. I will throw the box at you. <laughs> uh, it is a Highland, and this is the 1797 Founders Reserve. Ooh. Now, I want to say in past experience, just about every scotch that we've had labeled a reserve was much like every movie labeled Resurrection or... Yeah. Uh, reincarnation or anything the return. else or the return not good so prepared that we are serving you shit <laughs> <laughs> well I did do the cheap episode last so <laughs> well I, you got lucky I, both of them rated average or better yeah oh, I mean no, the, the, the Turan was really good so yeah it was the first one we had right mm-hmm. yeah that was really good the nose is pleasant Mm, kind the, of. The nose has a really hard alcohol to it. Oh, I'm in, not getting that. Is that. Oh, I'm getting something medicinal. It might be. Yeah. The, like, I'm. I'm seriously getting like 90% isopropyl. Yeah. Rubbing oh, alcohol. That's me too. That's weird nose. because I'm. I'm honestly. I'm not getting that. I'm just getting. Oh, that's kind of a pleasant florally. Yeah, I'm having a hard time getting past it. So yeah. I'm, I'm gonna. It's. It's pretty. Uh, it stings the nostrils. Not a bit. I, huh. I swear to God, this is the weirdest thing. All I'm getting is light floral, and uh, let's see. Oh, I'm definitely getting some apple under under the isopropyl now. I have a, va- a very slightly clogged nose, and maybe that's filtering out it must all be. the... Because I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting like a gala oh. apple underneath the... The really strong isopropyl. Yeah, I'm an RN, so I I literally think I'm giving someone a shot right now because I just like cleaned their yeah, site. Yeah, well, you kind of are having a shot right now. <laughs> yeah. ah. No, it, it's I I'm kind of jealous of your somewhat clogged nose. <laughs> yeah. Is, oh, I am not regretting it. If both of you are like, oh, uh, this is this is not good. I'm like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy my reality is twisted. <laughs> He's braver than I. I gave up. I'm like, yep, I'm not going to find any more flavors in there. <laughs> He's got his nose still stuck in there. A little dab in each nostril, and we'll see how that screen goes. But going deeper in, it's moving from isopropyl alcohol to iodine, so it's not really getting much better. <laughs> hey, now you can be, like, cleaning up after this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Let's see, yeah. how, let's see how the taste goes, because, you know, it might be awesome. Mm. That was rough. Ooh. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little um, gravelly. Yeah, getting some warming um, on my belly. Yeah, 
and now it's coming back up the throat a little. Not not in a bile kind of. No, no, no. Right? But the the, the the heat starts at the belly and then rises. Yeah. yeah. Um, the heat rises. <laughs> the heat is coming. Um, I was raised with the heat. The Uriah heat. Um, I'm getting the apple. Mm-hmm. Um. A slight, a slight earthy malt to it. Long finish. Mm-hmm. Not not unpleasant either. The finish. Um, then again, remember this. Apparently, this this scotch has cast a spell on me or something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm going with it. I'm the the palate was a little little brutal, but mm-hmm. not nearly as bad as I think you guys were. Yeah, like. You say this is the Founders Reserve, so whoever found it just threw it in their back closet because they didn't want to <laughs> drink it anymore. <laughs> well played. Yeah, you know, it's it the reserve. It always it has seemed like it's whatever crap they had left over, and they're like, I, I don't know what to do. With it. <laughs> just call it the Founders Reserve. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm getting some good tongue tingle on this. The the alcohol sits yeah. there, and it, it really kind of kicks. A little bit, the little little uh, lip numbing. You said the slight earthy. I think it's almost overpowering earthy. Yay, my nose! <laughs> um, a little vanilla. Mm-hmm. But I think that that the color color's not very dark. Mm-mm. I I would I mean, say it's it's in the same line as the space side from Trader yeah. Joe's that we had. Yeah, I mean it could have a little little artificial, but I mean it's not egregious. Yeah, maybe the slightest hint of a spice in the finish, and I would say uh, yeah. on the nutmeg side of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, it maybe is a highland. It is a highland, yeah. so yeah, not my favorite thing ever. Mm-mm. These are not a few of your favorite things. Mm. Let's see here. Um, 43, I'm guessing. No. Oh, 46? 48. 48. Well, that explains it. I mean... A little bit, yeah. The the normal is 40 to 43. Mm. With, with, you know, 45, 46 not being... Like, Unheard of. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, if it's up towards, like, 52... Then it it's starts getting labeled cast, cast strength. strength. Yeah. So this is right in that odd... It's the no man's land. It's kind of an odd number. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've had a 48. I've, I've, we've had a 49 on the show. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I shouldn't say I don't think I've ever had. I'm right. just... It's an unusual, not cask strength, not... Um, my my bet is that they were trying to get, his, get rid of the... Cat, the uh, the remaining reserve as quickly as possible. <laughs> Just put some more in there. It's going to make it more than 43. I don't care. <laughs> I've got to get rid of it. All right. So the answer with the water for me is the isopropyl's gone away, mm-hmm. but it's being covered by a rotten banana. So I'm not sure. If it's improved. See, I get mushy apple. The, the At least the alcohol's away, but... I, I it, it's certainly the coffee. it's certainly overripe to rotting something. So, yeah, <laughs> um, 
it instantly went to banana for me, but I will I will see your apple. I I can I can see it being apple that has sat in the bag a little too long and the bruise has just kind of turned into applesauce on the core. Yeah. Which is never good. For whatever reason, I mean I think I think my nose and this scotch are conspiring and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I get the apple, but not the overwhelming. Mm. Not the not the oh this is this is apple gone bad. I'm just in the oh there's a little apple. I think my nose is just happy that the alcohol's gone. Yeah. Mm. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. Just a little bit of water. Yeah. Oh. Away. It, it can it can make it go away. It can make it change completely. The uh, I'm now getting the the alcohol on the on the front end of the uh, the palate. Mm-hmm. Um, See, it smoothed out for me in a big way. It tastes the exact same to me. Let's see. I'm getting the the apple banana strong now, and uh, maybe an oaty, yeah, oaty finish. No, like for for me, I, I must have added just the right amount of water because it has it has really smoothed out. I'm not getting that that punch in the front. Mm. Um, still getting a little bit like after I start bringing oxygen back into my, into the mouth. Um, still a little bit of a, a tongue light up, but not nearly what I was getting before. Um, flavor wise, yeah, Odie. I mean, it's it's just a mm-hmm. lucky charms without the marshmallows huh. after you've chewed oh, it. Green clovers. It stays with you too. Like mm-hmm. yeah, it just sits there. It's a long finish. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're enjoying it, fabulous. If you're not. Rude. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can say it's not the worst I've tasted, but no, no, it's nowhere near the worst. Um, it's also nowhere near the best. Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily going to threaten this with ginger ale, but you're going to show it the bottle just to make it aware that it. You know what? That actually might be really good. That's well, our. That that's my usual way of saying. This needs to be mixed, and it needs to be mixed in something that will cover it or blend with it well. And I, I found that with single malt scotches that are not peated, ginger ale can go so far as to make the scotch virtually invisible, mm-hmm. and you just can get schnockered on ginger ale. Um, there was one that we had months ago, um, not even on the show. This was Dave and I back when it was still Scotch Club. Um, and it was just four guys hanging out. I, I bought the Springbank 15, and oh man, was that one all the medicinal in all the wrong ways, and it was not pleasant at all. Nobody liked it. I put it in ginger ale, and it wasn't that it completely disappeared. You, you could tell that it had altered the flavor of the ginger ale, but not in a horrible way, but it would fuck you up, <laughs> and that was quite pleasant, but... As I don't like to go beyond a good solid buzz, I had to be careful. Mm. And what's strange, you know, the, to me, the, the, this is the, the thing I love about scotch in general. So they had the 15 and hated it, Springbank 15. One of my all-time favorite scotches is the Springbank 21. Oh. 
crazy you go. seven years. And, and it may be that the 15 we had oh, was, a, okay. was a bad bottle. I mean, that that's entirely possible. Um, I mean, it wasn't a single cask or anything, but uh, Springbank as a distillery with us has not fared well, but every pour besides that one has done okay. The CV was all right. The 10 was okay. But the 15 was just like, this needs more or less work. The 15 mm-hmm. was just, and and we've not actually found a bottle of the 21. And with yeah, the wow. way the pricing has been, it would be a 120 to $150 bottle yeah. if we did. I, so I had it when I was over in Scotland. Oh. And and it was just something they were pouring in the, uh, in the B&B's bar. Wow. Well, it was a bar, and then above the bar was a B&B. Okay. And my wife got a migraine and was like, I am going to go lie down and be in the quiet. You stay here. <laughs> I'm like, yes, man. <laughs> Twist my arm. And it was a, the, they had, their scotches were on um, a single-spaced piece of paper, double-sided. Oh, wow. And, you know, the spring bank was... I don't remember the exact cost, but it was a Springbank 21, and I think it was like six pounds for, which would be like nine bucks back then, you know. Uh, nine or ten. Nine yeah. or ten. It, you know, not nothing, mm-hmm. but ten bucks is a is a poor... Of, ten bucks is a cheap scotch here. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, ooh, we can get the Glenlivet 12. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm... Which would be like a two dollar pour over there, probably. Yeah, or if I don't even the, serve it. <laughs> if you're ever in the Royal Mile Scotch Shop, it's a. What does that taste like? Well, let me get you some. <laughs> they have an entire rack of open bottles, and I had a question about the Glenrothes, and they were like, "Oh my gosh, we're we don't have any open. Go get a bottle, you know." <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know how any of them actually are able to get home at the end of the day. <laughs> so the um, this is in the granary of Aberdeenshire, crafted by John and Alexander Manson since seventeen ninety seven. This se- selection of non chill filtered Glengarry illustrates the district house character. Honey sweetness, hints of heather, and just a touch of spice. The heather was something I was about to add. I got I got a little heather and a little tart apple on that last sip I had. The location chosen by John and Alexander Manson for their new malt whiskey distillery in 1797 was an obvious one. Old Meldrum in the celebrated Valley of Gary was named the Granary of Aberdeenshire, famous for producing the finest golden barley in all of Scotland. Steeped in legacy and narrative... I've never seen anything steeped in narrative. That's awesome. It it takes several years to steep, but you know. (laughs) Glen Geary, in the ancient Doric dialect of Aberdeenshire, is evocative of the Scottish Highlands, culturally culturally distinct, influenced by tradition, and over 200 years of history. Tasting notes. It has tasting notes. (laughs) Characterized with sweet vanilla butterscotch, and fresh green fruits. Sweet buttercream and citrus cleanliness resulting in a fresh, gentle finish. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I will maybe give it the green fruits and maybe the honey, but that's... Not fresh. Yeah, not, <laughs> not fresh Fresh fruits. green fruits would be the opposite of what we are tasting. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm I'm not really buying the sweet, fresh, gentle finish mm. and the citrus. I I got. I'm a fan of citrus. I didn't get any. Yeah. Um, I really feel like it's an alcohol that you would give like to wounded soldiers. I'm like, like <laughs> <laughs> we're about to slow your leg off. Here, have a dram. <laughs> right. right, right. And, and if you don't like it, I'll just pour it on your leg. <laughs> <laughs> Here, drink this. Oh God, that's bad. Well, you might die. I'm not going to waste the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, you know, it wasn't horrible. Uh, I've, uh, because, well, for whatever reason, a lot of the horribleness that you guys experienced didn't seem to impact me. I am not thrilled with it. I'm not going to run out and buy it. But, uh, eh, two six. <laughs> you know, below average, but not vile for me. I have to admit, I do not understand their choice of um, alcohol level. Oh, no! I it it doesn't seem like it did anything. It, it's not strong enough to be cask strength. I guess they're hoping you'll drink it straight and not notice that it's peeling the. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I I I guess the reserve must be the key word of we didn't water this enough, but it was already in the bottle, so we'll deal with it. <laughs> um. Honestly, this is one where I, I thought the water helped it immensely. Yeah. Um, neat. I, I did not care for it at all. Wet, like I said, I must have just hit the sweet spot with the wet because it got really smooth. It still wasn't exciting, but I could see myself sitting and, and having, you know, I, I, I could read and, and sip that one. Um, I don't know that I'd want to put an ice cube in it because that might be too much. I think it needs mm. to really have the controlled amount of water. I mean, I didn't add any more afterwards. Cause I, oftentimes, I water twice because I, I put so little in the first time. I can put a little bit more in and get a, another sense of it. Um, I didn't do that this time. Um, I have to say that wet, I might have liked this a touch better than that Speyside 8. Really? Neat, yeah. Neat, I liked it far less uh, so I think the best I can give it is a two nine. Was that what we had two weeks ago? Yeah, it was. It was the. It was, it was the second, second one, one that we had. Yeah, interesting. I, I like that one just a touch more neat than I like. Oh, I like that one a touch more overall than I like this one, but only a touch. Mm. The the neat on this was sufficiently worse. Um, the wet was just a touch better than the overall. So it was just mm. ah. Well, I'll agree that it tastes a little better wet, but really the only good thing I can say about it is I know that my glass is clean after I put it in it. <laughs> <laughs> the germs the are germ- gone. Yeah. Um, and I guess you know my ignorance has come through many times already in these shows, but um, I have to assume there's a lot worse out there, so I can't give it like a really bad score. So I'm gonna give it like. Let's go a 2.06. A fine number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, now, was this... Where was the price point on this one? Because that's the other thing. They tend to go, but it's a reserve, so we're going to charge you out the nostrils. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was bad. I, I want to say it was under 80, but I want to say it was more than 50. Oh wow! 
Um, I mean, most of the scotches we have in the show are somewhere between 40 and 60. Um, there, there, there's several tiers. So our scotch on the cheap is under 30. Um, and then the next tier tends to be about 40 to 60, 65. Yeah. And then there's the 70 to 100. And then there's the 100 to 200. And then there's the 200 to what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and and what we've had, what, three? We have had four or five that went past 200. Oh, wow. Um, How do I get on that show? <laughs> it's it's not always um, they a plus. Yeah, of them, only one of them was even remotely something that I would consider worth the price. Oh yeah, um, and not just because they were expensive. It wasn't that. Oh, if it had been fifty bucks less, it would have been well worth. It, it was mm-hmm. like it wasn't a very good scotch. Yeah, several of them are actually on display in my living room. Um, but that's because they came in pretty packages. Yeah, so, so you're really buying the designer price. It's yeah, not that the quality of the product is any better. Yeah. Uh, so, so, uh, so, so the one that came with the Blackwood was actually tasty, but still not worth 300. No. The other two, which were also just under 300, were maybe, maybe worth 80. Hmm. But so I'm feeling like I paid, you know, $75 for the packaging, which, okay, it's neat packaging, but I don't want to pay $75 for that packaging. Yeah. It, you know, if, if I were, um, uh, one of the things, you know, it, when you, when you occasionally, yeah, I don't know if either of you do, but occasionally the, the lottery is up to stupid levels Yeah, and you're like, screw it. I can spend five bucks and give it to somebody else. And who knows? You know, My IT department goes in and we, we all pool. Because we you buy. hate your company and you want to win and have all of IT go, I'm out of here. Yep. Well, I've always said if I won the lottery, I would, um, I would call in Rich. I'm sorry <laughs> I won't be in today. Uh, I seem to have come down with Rich. <laughs> I have half the Wednesday permanently. <laughs> I, I, may not, I may not be back at all. I, I think this is a permanent case of Rich. And I don't want to give it to anyone else. No, seriously, I'm greedy. Um, and so one of the things that I would do is I would have a ridiculous scotch collection mm. I mean stupid mm. levels I mean I'm not saying if, if I won a million dollars because well that would be awesome you'd be more uh, practical I, I would be more practical and yes I might buy some extra scotch I wouldn't be stupid if you win 300 million dollars even after they take you know, tax and this and that and the other thing, your yearly interest, not touching the principal, your yearly interest is enough to be stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I would I would totally walk into Total Wine or Top Top Value and be like, I would like your scotch, please. <laughs> well, it's, oh, it's down that aisle. No, no, I know it's down that aisle. I would like one of all of them. I would like one of everything, please. Yes. Yeah. Pack it up. I have a van outside. How much will that be? See, I'm surprised you'd even go. I would just do send everything. send my dog's body. <laughs> yeah, Jer- <laughs> Jerome, <laughs> fetch my scotch. Well, when you're that rich and yes, you know, while you're working, I have nothing to do today, so I am going to one at a time pick out every bottle on the shelf and watch someone ring them up one at a time. <laughs> oh wait, I missed one. Stay here. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the fun part. I mean, honestly. There's a lot of scotches that I don't think are worth 
I can't imagine they're worth what they're priced at. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the most amazing scotch, is it really worth dollars? $8,000, $10,000? Mm-hmm. I mean... There's a pour at a restaurant in St. Paul that's like $750 for the pour. Yeah. I just I can't imagine paying that for a bottle. They they at the when the when the Republican convention came to town, they got two bottles that were I believe twenty five thousand dollars a bottle. Yep. And they were going to sell it at I think five thousand dollars a shot. Yep. For stupid people who want to show off, and um, you know I'm I'm like yeah if I if I had stupid levels of money I could I I still could, I'm not sure I'd spend that much, just because. I, it would be ridiculous. But I totally could see getting the oh that that bottle is a thousand dollars. All right, that's seven hundred dollars. Yeah, whatever. I I would immediately have a Yamazaki eighteen, a Yamazaki fifty, and assuming I could find a Yamazaki fifty, and a uh, Hibiki Master Select on my shelf if I have that kind of money. Yeah, well, even uh, if I had to import them. Yeah, oh, oh total. Well, no, you don't have to import them. You fly to Japan. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like effort. I, I'd have to oh. get a passport, and I'm lazy. And I don't know. What well, you have people get America. passports for you. But <laughs> no, no. I mean, but the thing is, I would love to have a Scotch cellar. Uh, I mean, a real Scotch cellar. And um, but a lot of the scotches that you can buy in the in the store that aren't the we have one bottle of this for. $2,000. See, I think I would just... just aren't worth it. I think I would change it. I, 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 I swing it another way. I would simply open a store that sold nothing but scotch and have not, a sample wall. I was going to say, and not care about making any money. Right. Just buy it yourself. <laughs> and I just walk into the store and drink some of my profits. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And just, just have a have a store that sells nothing but scotch and chisha and have a hookah lounge. And cheese, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe a cheese cooler and 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 a, and a humidor. Hire hire somebody as your cheese buyer. Oh, oh no, I I I pull the Steitlers, uh, or I I pull Bill Steitler. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Who who who's the other person that we know is a cheese monger with that uh, um, Uran? Um. Well, actually, well, isn't isn't uh, Joe Scrimshaw? Well, he no, used to no. be. Uh, no, or Josh, 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 might Josh, be. not Joe. Josh was a cheesemonger. I don't know if he still is, no. and I think Tim. But yeah, you know, you cheese boy, <laughs> cheese me. <laughs> I would. I. I will admit, I would have deme- demeaning names for all of my. Oh, then wouldn't be able to be Bill because he wouldn't put up with that. But that, that's totally fine. I'm sure I could find a cheesemonger who would would be willing to be called cheese boy for the salary we pay them. Yeah. 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 Um, we are going to be drinking the Tommen Tool, the Gentle Dram. Ten year, we need to clarify. Yes. Because in the way back machine, back in season one, we had what I believe was the 27 year, which is a weird year yeah. to do, which is why it stands out. Is there like a fiery at the distillery or something like that? <laughs> uh, and, and in the purple can, I'm I'm just enjoying the fact I don't... Recall ever seeing a purple? I think both Tom and Tools come in purple. But yeah, it, it's pretty rare. Um, Greens, I, browns. I, I feel there has been one other that came in purple, and I can't for the life of me remember what it was. 
Does that hmm. have any significance, or is it just... No. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> it's, just, it's an unusual color. Which would make it stand out on the shelf. Especially yeah. since this being, um, I believe... The Tom Dill 27 was cheap for a 27 year, so I don't know if this would fall definitely in a Scotch in the Cheap range, but it is definitely going to be a cheaper Scotch. Yeah. This this would definitely be in the 40 to 60 category in the in the lower end of that range. No, it's it's interesting the number uh which which Scotch distilleries have tried to set themselves apart by using color or bottle design or or um a can slash box. My cat's snoring. It's okay. Jamie's leaning around in confusion. I'm like, no, it's just my elder cat snoring. He's <laughs> behind me. Oh, that's a nice nose. Yeah. I'm not offensive at all. Light floral. Maybe a little pear? Yeah. I get hibiscus and dandelions. But that's just because I'm sick of not saying anything during the smelling contest, and I just the first two things that came to my head. <laughs> there, there, Fair enough. There's there, there's definitely a a plantness mm-hmm. to this that's beyond the fruit. I can I can see where you're going with the hibiscus. I actually, I don't even know what hibiscus smells like. Well, I, God I, damn I, it, we're going with it. No, I I actually drink hibiscus tea, and that's that's not a bad pull. Somehow you knew. Prodigy. <laughs> I don't know about the dandelion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're you're totally crazy there. <laughs> that one might have been a little silly. And that might be some of the floral you're getting. Is, is mm-hmm. mm. I'm also getting a fairly like ethanol-y smell to it, though. I mean, it's, it's, there's definitely booze in the nose to um, me. I don't get. I don't get. Yeah, I wasn't smell. getting. Any. It's not nearly as powerful as the last one, but it's Ooh. it's certainly still there. Uh, the on the, the initial part of the the palate is was a very alcohol, fruity alcohol. Yeah, it's I a buzzy. Mean, yeah. It, had, it it was Sangria? nice. Yeah. Oh, I get a lot of smoke. I get a lot of peat. There's there, there's some smoky. I I, I don't yeah. know about the peat, but I'll give you some smoke. Um, brief. Yeah. Very so, brief. so yeah. I mean, all three, uh, all the other ones we've had this week and last week, last uh, show. Have had a long finish, so I'm kind of like, what? Where'd it, where'd it go? Where'd it go? <laughs> it's a pleasant finish. Mm-hmm. Light tobacco notes to it. Lingers a little bit longer for me than it seems it did for these two, but yeah, certainly the shortest of the one we of the ones we've had. I think long. it's more of a contrast thing than than it being really short. Mm. Yeah, it just feels like, hey, someone took my finish. Um, yeah, and I'll say I get some light tobacco notes in the palate as well. I'm getting some oak. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not surprising given that it's, I'm sure, fin- uh, you know, satin oak for a long time. Just a little heavier oak flavor. than some tannins, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting kind of the slight pucker that I would get with a Cabernet Sauvignon. Um, the dryness. Yeah. And, 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 and I might be pushing some of the tobacco notes might be what you're getting as mm. the oaking because now that you say that it, it's gone more to that side of that spectrum but uh, not unpleasant Mm-mm. it's growing on me too every single little sip yeah. taste it tastes better than the last yeah I'll give you it's a uh... it's not as gentle as the 27 I will give 
it's it's nice and smooth. It's certainly not hitting hard. This one doesn't have quite the warming the other ones have had. Mm-hmm. Um, but it feels like it should. It feels like it's missing. Like you, you expect it to be there, and then it, like you said, then it stops. <laughs> well, I, I think some of it is the expectation is there because the ones we've had mm. this month have all, for the most part, had some sort of warming, where this one's just not hitting the same way. I, I certainly call it gentle, but it, it's not nearly the the like complete mellowness that was the twenty seven. This this one's got something to it. Mm-hmm. Where the 27 was just so smooth. It's like, I. It wasn't quite drinking water, but it was. Because I bet after four or five glasses of that drinking water, you'll, uh. <laughs> you'll walk funny. Some would say I walk funny anyway. <laughs> I'm knock kneed, and it's just. Just claim it's gravitas. Or as the kids would say, your swag. OG. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, no. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Alright, so the water killed the nose. Yeah. yeah, right? I can't smell anything. There's just the lightest hint of apple. And the radio start. <laughs> <laughs> All dead. <laughs> now I'm getting some alcohol. And I'm going in for a reset. Cause... I was about to, yeah, when you're done. But I, I really do think that the nose has, has been... Moitered? Drastically reduced. Now, for a moment there, Sidious, I thought you were going to... You were rubbing your fingers there. I was waiting for you to just go... <laughs> like, hardcore, Rub, dude. Hardcore. Rubber on his gums. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sorry. Yeah, just a little alcohol and a little hint of a white fruit, and that's that's all that's there. White fruits go away. Ah! No. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to come up with a White Lines parody song now, and I'm like, nope. Palette sweeter than sugar. Hmm. Now it got really smooth. Mm-hmm. To the point of, I was drinking alcohol, right? Yeah. I mean, the finish oh, has wow. some... Yeah, the palate is just gone. There's, at the end of the palate, into the finish, there's some... Yeah, there, there's not a lot of flavor to it at all. Um, wow. I feel like I added too much water, but I don't think I did. No, yeah. I, it, it just gets really smooth. This is the problem I have with it before, is it is now, it has become nothing, which means if you want to drink a single malt Mm -hmm. to get drunk, and you want to do it quickly, add just a touch of water to this, and you can just knock it back. My kind of booze. Tom and Tool, I have become, add water and become nothing. (laughs) Um, oh. not unpleasant. Where's the flavor, Lebowski? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. It all, all it just becomes smooth, slightly flavored water. Yeah. Yeah. That will get you drunk. I kind of. <laughs> I wish there was like a happy medium between what was neat and what it was wet, and that would have been really, really good for me. But that just is way too diluted. After years of searching. 
for the purest natural water in Scotland, we discovered the Ballantrun Spring. For thousands of years, this water has been flowing through the mountainside near Tomantool, the highest village in the Highlands, in the heart of the Speyside Glenlivet region. The Tomantool Distillery was built to capture this unique resource. Robert <laughs> Fleming, Master Distiller. Tom and Tool. The Tom and Tool single malt whiskey is a testament to our master distiller, Robert Fleming, whose family has been making whiskey in the Speyside Glenlivet region for four generations. Inspired by, a tradi- by tradition, he has produced a single malt of unique quality, which is invitingly smooth and mellow. Ah, Tom and Tool, the gentle dram, Speyside Glenlivet. Single malt Scotch whiskey. They need to hire you to be the spokesperson. We're going to get some chromium white and put it over here on the rocks. <laughs> well, I should have said, by the way, the color is slightly darker than the others we've been having. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not hideously so, but. But you couldn't confuse a beer drinker by like, hey, here's a Miklo. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 40%. And... You're looking more at not quite a Newcastle, but getting close to that. And absolutely nothing else. No taste and notes. No... That's because there's not a lot of flavor. Yeah. Um... This is, this was the problem I have with it, is while it's smooth, and I like smooth, that's the only note there is, is smooth. Yeah. I mean, it's... <laughs> It's definitely an alcohol in the whiskey family, mm-hmm. but beyond that, there's nothing there. Yeah, they, they really take their, you know, smooth water <laughs> to to a point of, oh, I don't want to offend. We'll just put a little flavor in. Not a lot. Not a lot. You don't want to... You don't want to rush up and jam your flavor in someone's face. Yeah, you just want to sort of wave it from a distance. Yeah, if you're looking to just have a little of that aquavitae, there you go. Mm. But, I mean, it's just not... See, I think the flavor was there, but it just ended really quick. Like, it was like smoke, oh, and nothing. Yeah. It's still the water of life, but life won't be very exciting. (laughs) Neat, neat, at least it had something. Wet, it's just... Wet is, I'm getting drunk now. Mm Mm-hmm. And if that's what you're looking for, there you go. But, yeah, I, uh, I'm not particularly impressed. It doesn't offend, but it's not a thrill. I'm giving it a 2.5. Hmm. Now, what did I give the last one, 2.6? You gave the previous scotch a 2.6. That is correct. See, I'm torn, because on one hand, I like this a little better. But on the other hand, I'm offended by the fact it doesn't it doesn't stand for anything. Hmm. I, I almost prefer something that has tried and failed than not tried at all. Okay. And I really feel like the Tom and Tool just sort of, oh, well, sure, it doesn't have much, but we can sell it. <laughs> yeah. I, I should clarify on my score while I gave it a 2.5 honestly I am more likely to go and drink this than the Founders Reserve that I gave a 2.9 yeah <laughs> but that's only because I will drink this because 
it is relatively flavorless with that little bit of water. And I'm looking to have a little bit of a nightcap. I just want to loosen up. I just want to get a, a light buzz going. I just want to get to sleep. This, I can knock a little water, knock it back, and be done. And I can enjoy that. And, and I'm much more likely to do that than to have the more flavorful 2.9. It's weird. but The 2.6 the, the is more flavorful. This is better. But annoy, I'm annoyed at it. I'm 2.59. Just just that, I'm sorry, you're, you're not quite where I where the other would be. See, and I think my scale isn't um, defined yet for myself. Mm-hmm. And so, because the last whiskeys, or sorry, scotches, um, you know, last episode, I feel like I liked a lot more, and I feel like I should have put them higher. But I also don't want to put this one too, like, I think this is a lot better than the one we just had. So, what did I give that one? Like, almost uh, a two? 2.06. I'll give it a three. I'll give it an average, I think. Well, and you know, I almost, if I hadn't felt that it didn't deserve to beat the other one, three in some ways is a perfect score, because it's like, it just... <laughs> well, it's not, but it's not, Yeah. well, <laughs> but honestly, uh, there are so many others that I would drink before this one. I'm not saying I'd throw this one away, mm-hmm. but there's so many I would drink. Even if I didn't, even if they had a, an aspect of them that wasn't good, mm-hmm. I would remember them. I don't even remember what that tasted like now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's no, a really good point. Like I said, I, I, I rated this one lower because on a pure taste level, it doesn't pop. Mm-hmm. But as I said, I am much more likely to drink it because. It doesn't have anything that offends, and I'm like I said, my purpose for drinking when I drink is to casually relax a little bit. And as smooth as this is, it's like drinking water, and so I could just oh, it's really close to bedtime, and I need to have a relaxant, and I need to do it. I need to drink it quickly. Where usually, if I pour a dram and, and I'm reading, I'm gonna take like you know. Mm-hmm. 20 minutes, half an hour with it, where this, I could shoot it back in two. <laughs> um, so, and you know. not even blink. And not even blink. Well, that's some, sometimes they're like that. Yep. So, do you got anything to, anyone have anything to flog, given that this will be heard around The 16th, Halloween? yeah. Uh, no, no. 16th. Oh, the 16th, right. Middle of the month. Um, well, uh, we have started the run for uh, Weekend at Bernard's. Or, I'm sorry, Masquerade at Bernard's. Uh, so you should come check that out. As, as I mentioned last time, it is the Shakespearean Weekend at Bernie's, playing at the Phoenix Theater. It's a fearless original show. Where is the Phoenix? Uh, the Phoenix is in Uptown. It is where the, um, the Dudley Rig used to be. Um, so it is uh, approximately 26th and Hennepin. Mm. Uh, so it is, it is Kitty Corner to the Uptown Diner. Right, 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 right. With yes, it does. They, it does. Yeah. Um, As for the um, lip syncing battles. Epic, Epic lip sync has been yeah. there the last couple of times, yes. And Epic lip sync, uh, actually, I should have probably pimped last show because uh, that happened. Um, and it was a great, it was an amazing show. You guys should get the next one. Yeah, the, the, the 80s theme, I, I wasn't sure I was going to dig on that so much, but people pulled out some good selections. So, you know, it was a good time. Um... Yeah, I got nothing. 
But yeah, there's plenty of other shows, not just uh, not just uh, Bernard's to check out. So um, go eat at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> make sure that I have that they make enough money that I can get paid. Yeah. There we go. Play more kickball. Yeah, and I was just thinking if by the off chance if one of the listeners is playing in the. Um, the Waka League or the the Minneapolis League kickball, we challenge you to come join our end of the season tournament. We will let you register for free and you play against uh, other Musa teams and just to compare it to your league. And then I would expect you to see you next year under a Musa banner because we're just the best league in town. So, so now there's Musa. Yep. And the Minneapolis is what? CSC. Then there's a Waka too. So there's oh. three big ones. Okay, so Musa, mm. Waka, mm. and... CSC. I don't know exactly what it is. CSC. City okay. sucks. Every time you say Waka, by the way, I expect you to do Final Fuzzy thing. Bear. Oh, Waka, Waka, Waka. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're they're a weird back, backwoods group. They use, like, a really big ball <laughs> that you can't, like, throw. Ridiculous they are. Yeah. But, yeah, so everyone get out there and play more kickball. Do you, do you, is there a motto, like, you know, with uh, the Dodgeball Association of America? So, yeah. Or, sorry, the American Dodgeball Association of America. So it's it's kick, rinse, repeat. All right. All right. And um, you play, you have, you have a website? Yep, musasports.com. And, and, and how is Musa? M-U-S-A. Okay, M-U-S-A. Midwest Unconventional Sports Association. Because I was picturing M-O-O-S-E-A. Or hmm. something like Musa. Oh, Musa. Because, you know, horns. And... <laughs> First, we put the chocolate down to Musa. Yeah. Here, Musa, Musa, Musa. In the chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. Here we have the boom, the boos. Um, well, thank you very much for coming on to oh, our thanks show. for having me. That was great. I'll yeah. collude with you anytime you want. Excellent. Well, we, we, we will be doing Die Laughing again uh, in April of 2017. Uh, right around April Fool's Day, actually. We, 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 I think we might be doing March 30th, the first and second. I, I don't know how that weekend plays out, but it's, it is going to be the first few days of April of 2017 and at the Phoenix. Mar- that marathon again? Yep. Yeah. We'll be doing uh, the 50-hour the marathon yet again because we don't learn. <laughs> uh, it'll, be, it'll be the fourth, fourth year we've done it, so uh, it's, it, it, it's worked it's, out for us well. It's sort of like labor. You know, when, when women have babies... They have enough endorphins that they forget all the unpleasantness, and all they remember is I had a lovely baby, which is why this the, our our uh, species continues. Mm-hmm. Because if they remembered the details, they'd be like, no. never that. again, no. never. And so it's sort of like that. You guys, by the end, you're so whacked out, you're just like, I don't remember much of it, but I guess I had fun. Let's do it again next year. Pretty much. Yeah, it's a perfect comparison. But if you asked around hour, like, 42, people would be like, Why did I do I this? will kill you if you speak to me. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, 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 and that's when you pay $5, leave them hit with a kendo stick, and they wake right up again. <laughs> or at least that's what we did last year. Uh, hit with a candlestick? Kendo stick. Oh, kendo oh, stick. that's right. Yeah. I was like, hit with a candlestick in the kitchen by... <laughs> Professor Plum. No. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that, just saying. You should do that. Everyone knows it was Colonel. All right. Well, yeah. you've had a two-week warning. Did you get a toast that you... Uh... Yes, I do. And actually, I just wanted to apologize to my um, my team, my kickball team, the Zombie Defense League. I should have known our um, our motto. Is in that's let's get let's get weird. So oh. let's, let's get weird should have been I, last one. I, I I thought you were just with the motto of the zombie defense league. Oh God, it's got my leg. 
<laughs> no, that was there. Uh, but I also found one that I liked too. So we'll do that one. Is um, work is the curse of the drinking class. Here, here. Oh, 